Hello, and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime, the podcast where we discuss cybercrimes and cybersecurity news. And this week we will be discussing ransomware, and an interesting tactic to deploy it, as well as scrape further information from databases. Lately, ransomware has become a very, very popular method of hacking, because, well, it's really difficult to mitigate, and it's really difficult to get out of it once you have been infected. And the Trigona ransomware is no outlier. It acts like most other ransomware. It's malware that encrypts most of the files on your device, so you can't access them anymore. The operators behind this ransomware will sometimes also steal sensitive data to leak on their deep web website. This is a method sometimes known as double extortion. If you don't pay up, you don't get your files back, and your files may also be leaked. It tends to be a lot more effective in getting victims to pay up, especially if the data is sensitive. However, there are a few things unusual about the Trigona ransomware. One is that it only accepts payment in the Monero cryptocurrency. Monero is advertised as an untraceable cryptocurrency. Other cryptocurrencies technically can be traced, but there are methods to launder the crypto or make it more anonymous. With Monero, this isn't necessary as it disguises details like transaction amounts, account balance, and transaction histories. This makes it a lot more attractive to those looking for a more private form of crypto compared to Bitcoin, which is probably the most well-known cryptocurrency, but in the case of Bitcoin and most other cryptocurrencies, all the transaction information is publicly recorded and available. Despite this, most ransomware does use Bitcoin for their transaction, and uses things such as tumblers to launder it. But that's enough about cryptocurrencies. What is unusual about how Trigona is being deployed this time around? Interestingly, it is currently being deployed through insecure Microsoft SQL servers. An SQL server stores information in a database, and it can be all kinds of information from products to customer data to employee data. The servers are breached via really simple password attacks either brute force guessing the password or using a list of commonly used passwords or dictionary phrases to take advantage of poor password management. The hackers aren't also targeting anyone in particular. They are easily searching for Microsoft SQL servers exposed to the internet and are able to automate the process of guessing weak passwords so that even if they can't get into one, there's plenty of others also being tried at the same time. This technique is known as password spraying. It's typically defined by using a smaller list of weaker passwords against many targets instead of a large list on one specific target. The advantage of an attack like this is you're not focusing all your energy on one specific target that you may not be able to get into. You're casting your net wide, and this is beneficial if you don't particularly care about what the target is. And in this case, Trigona does not. Once the database is broken into and a password match is found, first a malware known as CLR shell is deployed. This harvests system information and alters account configurations. Altering account configurations is actually important for a step known as privilege escalation. See, if you want your ransomware to effectively encrypt all the files, you're going to need some higher privileges. Privilege escalation is a method of gaining more privileges than you have, whether that's administrator privileges or simply privileges of a different user. The ransomware is also set to automatically launch on startup, so even if you quickly reboot the infected machine, the ransomware can still quickly encrypt the system. It also disables system recovery and deletes any Windows volume shadow copies. 
A volume shadow copy is a mechanism of making a backup of an entire window system or volume. These two acts make recovery nearly impossible without the decryption key, especially if no external backups not connected to the network exist. And of course, like many ransomware cases, files are created as a little ransom note with information on how to contact the hackers and pay in the Monero cryptocurrency. The Trigona ransomware also warns you that prices get more expensive the longer you wait and not to bother contacting any third parties who will upcharge you for the decryption key. They also offer three files to be decrypted for free to prove that their decryption key works. Although this may surprise you, many times hackers are not the most trustworthy of people and one decryption key may not decrypt all of the files, more keys may need to be purchased. So what can you actually do to avoid this ransomware? Unfortunately, ransomware is tricky. It is recommended to make external backups. Even better if one such backup can be disconnected from the network or remain off-site. In this specific case, since we're using simple password attacks against Microsoft SQL servers, it is important to use strong passwords so they cannot easily be guessed and to change those passwords with some regularity. For this particular ransomware, since multiple servers are being targeted at once, they will probably not try to break in if they can't easily guess the password. Although this is not the case for every threat actor, as many can be very persistent with their methods and may pivot to a different method if the password cracking just isn't working. Paying the ransom is not typically recommended as it gives the hackers exactly what they want. And as I said earlier, it's not always guaranteed that all of the information will eventually be decrypted. Although ransomware can be a complicated issue and sometimes it is better to pay up, although that is a very case by case basis. Although this was not discussed in the episode, a lot of ransomware is also deployed through phishing users. So user training is really important. In the case of ransomware especially, preventative measures are going to be the best possible defense. Since this one and many others are very hard to get rid of once they hit you. Thank you to Bleeping Computer, Dark Reading, Security Weekly, and Tech Radar for information on this ransomware and its methods. And a huge thank you to OnLab for discovering this particular method of deploying the ransomware and analyzing it. But of course, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime, and until next time, stay secure!